the Five Fools of Podcast, where we talk about being an entrepreneur, multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon, a full-time day trader and real estate investor. I started a company called Linwood Holdings, by our properties in Texas and also Oklahoma as well. Now, currently, um, I've been started a series for here for 2023. We're talking about making money using OPM or other people's money. On um, the first episode, we talked about uh, funded trader accounts or how to use companies like FTMO to fund your trading accounts. Um, the second time we talked about um, hard money lenders. So these are companies you can go to that have certain parameters that you can use to fund your real estate deals. But today we're going to talk about private money lenders. So they're going to fund your real estate deals, but they have slightly different rules compared to hard money lenders kind of going from there. Now, these are going to be my favorite type of lenders when it comes to real estate deals because these aren't actually companies. These are going to be people that you know and walk around you every single day that have accumulated some wealth and just have it sitting in the bank and they want to make larger returns on their money. So many times these can be doctors or lawyers or like real estate brokers, engineers like myself, or any kind of people who, let's say they've, they're getting along in years in life and they made a bunch of money, but they really don't know how to invest it. But they do know that they want to park it somewhere where it makes them some interest and brings them some returns back compared to what they're seeing in the markets or what the bank can offer them as well. So, so many times the way you find these people is by simply talking about what you do. You go to family events or parties or whatever it is, and people ask, you know, what do you do? So, you know what? I'm a real estate investor. I sit back and I work with uh, with lenders to sit back and give them higher returns on properties I find in Texas and Oklahoma and various places as well, things of this nature. And they'll say, oh, okay, well, what kind of returns are you getting? They say, normally between, you know, between 10 to 20% sometimes. It just depends on what we're looking at. I mean, the minimum we're usually seeing is around 8 I mean, so now we try to stay between eight and 10, but my investors really enjoy that kind of going from there. And so many times if they're serious about it, they'll ask for more information. That's why you always want to keep a card with you or something you can give them or get their information. That way you can sit back and as soon as they contact you and you get the info, you can send them your, your credibility packet. And that's a package you should have that sits back and states who you are, what you do and what you have done. And it highlights the deals, the markets you operate in, what the numbers look like, everything else as well. This can be done by video or actually some people prefer the actual packets, PDFs, whatever you want to do. You know, they're going from there. Now, it's really nice if you, let's say, you have a hard packet and you can actually send it to them in the mail or where they get something to get home or they can flip through it. It really impresses them and kind of shows them that you're serious and professional about what you do. But you really, this is kind of the dating phase to where they're interested, that they want to know more about you, what you do what it looks like and kind of going from there. So if you had this credibility packet lined up, you can really show them, this is what I do. These are the properties I have, the ones we're working on right now. These are my other, uh, these are the terms that my other lenders have given me. These are the ones they have and how many deals we're doing with them and kind of show them what they would give. If they work with you and kind of give them that, that security they need to kind of feel safe about those things as well. Um, when we think about it is using private money lenders compared to hard money lenders, you can negotiate the terms. You have much more favorable terms compared to um, the hard money lenders. Because hard money lenders are pretty much a company saying these are the, these are the, the, the qualifications we have. You have to meet these. These are the rates we give you. These are the terms. We have a private money lender. You can say, well, you know what? This particular deal, we can give you 8%, and we're looking at using the money for 18 months or six months or whatever the terms are. You can state that to them and work with their comfort, their comfortability to make this happen. Now, one thing I will say about a private money lender that's different than a hard money lender, you have to be ready to get them their money back. A private money lender is a regular person, and regular people go through things. So let's say you're supposed to have this money for a year, but you're six months in. 
you always want to make plans to be able to get them their money back as soon as humanly possible. So soon, if you know that your credit union requires you to have a 90 day seasoning period, then you know, after those 90 days, you can actually go get um, refinance at the bank to get your hard money. I mean, your private money lender his money back or have another private money lender stacked up ready to take over and kind of give him his money back going from there. Cause it does happen. Let's say they may be going through having some medical problems or whatever it is. And they need their cash back to do what they need to do. Then you need to be able to have the capability to get them their money back. So always think about that when you're doing your private money deals is that, okay, worst case scenario, I can get them their money back in 90 days or whatever going on from there. or have other lenders ready that way, if they do make the money call, they need their money back quick. You have a right to get them their funds back instead of just saying, you know what? I can't do it because uh, we're going to get to this a little bit later on. These are long-term relationships. And if for some reason they need their money in emergency and you can't get it back to them, you might've tarnished this, this, this business relationship and cut you guys both off from doing a whole bunch of deals together. So the terms are really favorable. You can always negotiate them because they're regular people. Long as they, Most of the time, they just want a good return for their money. Because so many times they may have half a million, a million dollars just sitting in the bank getting whatever cheap rate that the bank has given them. And you're offering them like 10, 12%. That's pretty nice. And also the security of a home behind that. So for some reason, if you can't come through on your end of the deal, they can take possession of a home, call the local real estate agent there and get the home sold and kind of go from there. So that's why the terms are favorable using private money lenders. You just have to understand and be ready to make, uh, to give them their money back if they need it sooner than your terms are normally agreed upon because real life happens. The next thing you want to look at is deal splits. Now, when you're looking at private money lenders, sometimes it's just a deal just to sit back and give them some interest or they get an eight to 10%. Other times they're looking for equity in the property and say, you know what, for my money for this deal, I'm going to, I want 50% of the property and you get 50%. So like so many of my deals in Texas to where the lender, he gets 50% ownership, but I got 50% for doing all the work on that. And that's great. Now, so many people say, man, I'm not giving up 50% of my deal. Well, I always say this is that half of a deal is better than hundred percent of no deal. And I've been through that before. Now, so many times you can sit back, your private money lender may be trying to establish some passive income for themselves as well. And they say, you know what? On your first 10 deals, if you don't mind, I'd love to go half with you. And we own these together as a joint. We make an LLC and kind of go from there. So many times, and you can always tell them, I just prefer to kind of take this as a loan and just give you the percentage off of that. And you can do that too. But some lenders are looking to establish their own real estate portfolio, and they need someone with your skill set to actually help them do that. So they'll say, you know what? I put up the money, you put up the skills, and let's go get these deals together. We can own them, put them in a trust, whatever we need to do. And there's ways you can go about setting a partnership up and get that thing lined up from there. But those are different things that some private money lenders look at. They want not just a quick return, but they want a long-term passive income and kind of building some wealth for their families as well. Um, like I said, we talk about this being a long-term relationship. You you sit back and let's say you're doing deals with somebody. This could be for 10, 20 years. You never know. If they have that kind of money, you sit back and let's say someone you're working with has has a million dollars. And each one of your deals are, let's say, there are 150K each. That means you're roughly doing six to seven deals, right? And you can sit back and do deal number one, deal number two, and then all of a sudden, while those are seasoning, you found deal number three, deal number four. By the time three and four are done, one and two are ready to get refinanced out. Refinance, give him his cash back. Now those are going, and you just keep going. And you keep finding more deals and more deals. Or you sit back and you find an apartment complex, and they need half a million to get half a million in cash. 
to get everything going and kind of get all this lined up. You got your private money lenders. You can sit back and make these things happen because you work with them for so long, they know you're good. And that's also the benefit of doing business the right way is that when you do it long enough, the people you're operating with, they quit checking you. Like, you know what? You're good for it. We've done 22 deals together. The numbers look good. Now, a smart private money lender will always still ask for the numbers. And that's something I always highly recommend. Never get to the case to where you just start blindly trusting people because sometimes, like I said, life happens, and 15 years later, somebody may cross you. So always review the numbers. Always make sure you got your, your first liens on a property and everything else lined up taken from there. That way, if something happens, a divorce or something crazy goes on, your investment is still protected. It's just that you want, you may not scrutinize it the same way as deal number three compared to deal number 25 because you've done so many with them. You may look at the numbers, make sure they all check out. long as you're getting your lien on the property, you're good to go. Money sent the next day, kind of rocking and rolling. And that leads us to the next point is that um, the fast execution. When you're dealing with private money lenders, because you build this relationship up with them, you get the money way faster than with hard money lenders. Hard money lenders are going to evaluate the deal. Like I said, mine here will send someone out there to check it out and kind of go from there. But that takes time. Whereas with a private money lender, you say, hey, we're closing on Thursday. He says, okay, I'll make the wire on Wednesday to the title company. You're rocking and rolling because he trusts you. He's reviewed the numbers, and that one day you told him to review them, and you're rocking and rolling kind of going from there. So that's the benefit of a private money lender is that they have – it's one person. You're not dealing with a company. They have kind of variable terms. You can negotiate those terms. They can sit back and you can kind of get them just by talking to people you know in your neighborhood. Because I found one, one of my lenders was actually a, friend, a friend, family friend. We had a birthday party just talking about deals in Texas and real estate stuff. He says, well, man, I love to invest like that. I was like, well, let's get to it. We went to eat one day and just kind of talk about some things and there you go. So, so many times these people are walking around you. You just don't know. And so many times it may be your own family. You may have an aunt or uncle who has some serious wealth built up and they want to make some money with it and kind of go from there. Now be careful with family because so many times if they aren't financially educated with real estate things of this nature, they may not understand. And because it's a family barrier, sometimes that can get a little tricky. You can avoid family. Great. But if you got family who's on point, know what they're doing and kind of down with it and make it happen. I mean, in the end, that's the family. So the relationship should be there to trust each other. So private money lenders are really great because so many times they don't have all the red tape that the companies have. And you can execute faster and kind of build those person-to-person relationships. Whereas, let's say, a hard money lender, they may operate for 10 years, but let's say for some reason they had a board meeting and decided to dissolve the fund, and that company's done. You may have done so many deals with them, but now you're doing no more deals because the company came apart. And now all that experience you had with them and that relationship building you had with them is gone compared to with a private money lender. As long as you're working with him and making making money for him, he's going to be good to go as long as both of you guys are healthy and alive and kind of going from there. And so many times, um, a lot of these lenders don't want their funds back. They prefer to keep getting the interest. So let's say we talk about, let's say, deal number 150K a deal. After deal one and two are done and you refinanced out and got the money back from the bank, so many times a private money lender just tell you just to keep it and put it into another deal. So you're never actually sending money back and forth to them. Now, from an investor standpoint, it's always wise to send that money back to them. It may be it may be a hassle of $25 for a wire fee, but it's always good practice to wire that money back to them so they see it hit their account. It's something about seeing your money hit your account back and gives you the validation that the person you're dealing with is doing good business compared to you never see the money 
and you just know it moved from deal one to deal three. If you sit back and you send it back to them and they send your wire right back for the next deal, then it kind of gives you the confidence and that you, that you know, you know what I'm doing right by them and lets them see the money hit that account. And everybody knows you got 150 K hit your account back. You say, okay, you feel a little bit better about that. When you send it back off, they can let you know the people you're dealing with are doing things the right way. And you're seeing the money exchange hands every time, other than just trusting that it's moving from deal one to deal two to deal three. You're seeing it go back and forth every single time. It only costs you $25 to do it. And nowadays you can actually do a wire from your phone if you need to. So it doesn't really cause that much hassle. So private money lending is great. And like I say, it's another way for you to make money with real estate, not using your own money and getting rich with other, other people's money, OPM. And that's a beautiful way to do your investing. So, so many times, like I said before, is people feel like you have a barrier to entry real estate. And really all it is is knowledge. If you acquire the knowledge to do deals and do your trading and everything else, then when you get the, the, the funds to do the deal, you know what you're doing with it. And it's much easier to roll that way. So the key is, even if you don't have the money right now, the education's out there. So many times it's for free or for cheap and expensive courses. Use these courses and the education you find to get trained up on how to do deals. Get out here and talk to people and just start working them, calling people, kind of going from there. But once you develop the skill set, then when you meet these investors who has the money for you, then you can put you can partner together. Because a lot of many times they have the money and don't have the skill set. You have the skill set, don't have the money. So you guys come together like Voltron, and everybody gets money and is happy, kind of going from there. So this is my series on on getting on making money with other people's money. OPM. I'm going to put together a course for this as well, kind of showing people how you work through the funded trader accounts and also how you work with your lenders to get your real estate deals done. I'm kind of looking forward to doing this later on this year and kind of giving everybody kind of this one stop shop to show you how to use these skills to do what you got to do to get this money in the game and kind of going from there. But this is the five hustle podcast. You guys like what you heard today and Saturday, do three things for a month. You like it, follow it and share it with your friends. Go hustle. Oh, 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 oh,